It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello there, you beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Bizarre Tales with me, Dan, today. You're stuck with me again. I do apologize for that, but uh, Lee is currently somewhere on the M25, so you have to deal with me. So I am recording today, and I wanted to do this episode for a very, very long time. It's something that it captures me as a person. It's something that I'm very, very interested in, and... The theory behind it, the stories behind it, I find absolutely fantastic. We are going to be talking about one of the most famous ships in maritime history. But is it real? Of course, we are talking about the Flying Dutchman. Now, obviously, the Flying Dutchman has been brought up in films, TV shows, and many, many things you know that we're aware of now in modern, modern day. But where does the story come from? Is the Flying Dutchman real? Was the stories or are the stories real? And, you know, is there any truth to the story of the Flying Dutchman? And in the realm of oceanic and navigation um, conspiracies, haunted ships have always been typecasts or omens of bad luck. And potentially fatalities for either the person who sees the ship or for the entire crew itself due to their popularity ghost ship myths have become popular in cinema however they are exaggerated to enhance imagery of the ghostliness around the actual ship itself the flying dutchman is a mainstay in maritime law and is a legendary ghost ship that's doomed to sail the oceans forever because it can't make port. The stories originated around the 17th century and there were several stories about the myth of the Flying Dutchman. Some point to a cursed vessel, while some suggest that the Dutchman refers to the ship's captain rather than the ship itself. 
who was destined to not make land despite all of his effort. The Flying Dutchman has been captured in paintings, television series and movies such as Pandora the Flying Dutchman, um, At World's End, Dead Man's Chest from Pirates of the Caribbean, which is what people are probably more accustomed to when they think of the Flying Dutchman. Most people do go to the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, films. It was also part of an opera um, by... I'm going to try and pronounce this now. Der Flengende Hollander, composed by Richard Wagner. I'm assuming that's Dutch for the Flying Dutchman. Um, It's also based on the tale of a doomed vessel sailing through the North Sea as Captain van der Decken playing dice with the devil in exchange for his soul. The dice motif is part of the most famous poem, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, written by Samuel Coleridge. The poem goes like this. It is an ancient mariner, and he stoopeth on one of three, by thy long grey beard and glittering eye. Now wherefore stopped thou me? The The bridegroom's doors are open wide, and I am next of kin. The guests are met, the feast is set, Mist hear the merry din. He holds him with his skinny hand, There was a ship, quoth he. Hold off, unhanded, me grade beer loon, Eftsoons his hand dropped he. He holds him with his glittering eye, The wedding guest stood still, And listens like three years' child, The mariner's hath his will. The wedding guest sat on a stone, he cannot choose but hear, and thus spake on that ancient man, the bright-eyed mariner. The ship was cheered, the harbour cleared, merrily we did drop, below the kirk, below the hill, below the lighthouse top. The sun came up upon the left, out of the sea came he, and he shone bright, and on the right went down into the sea. Higher and higher every day, till over the mast at noon, the wedding guest here beat his breast, for he heard the loud bassoon. The bride hath placed into the hall, red as a rose is she. Nodding their heads before her goes, the merry minstrelly. The wedding guests he beat his breast, yet he cannot choose but hear, and thus spake on that ancient man the bright-eyed mariner. And now the storm-blast came, and he was tyrannous and strong. He struck with his o'ertaking rings, and chased us south along, with slooping masts and dripping prow, as who pursued with yell and bow, still treads the shadows of his foe, and forward bends his head. The ship drove fast, loud roared the blast, and southward I we fled. And now there came both mist and snow, and it grew wondrous cold, and ice mast high came floating by as a green emerald. And through the drifts of the snowy cliffs did send a dismal sheen, nor shapes of men nor beasts we ken, the ice was all between. The ice was here, the ice was there, the ice was all around, It cracked and growled and roared and howled like noises in a swound. 
at length did cross an albatross, through fog it came. As if had been a Christian soul, we hailed it in God's name. It ate the food it ne'er ate, and round and round it flew. The ice did spit with thundering fit, the helmsman steered us through. And good south wind sprung up behind, the albatross did follow. And every day for food or play came the mariner's hollow. In mist or cloud, on mast or shroud, it perched for vespers nine. While all the night through fog smoke white, glimmered the white moonshine. God save thee, ancient mariner, from the friends that plague us thee. Why look'st thou so, with my crossbow I shot the albatross? Now, there are other parts to it. I think there's about five parts, so I'm not going to read it all because it is quite a long poem. But that was written by Samuel Taylor Coldridge in 1798. And that was essentially one of the main stories or one of the main um, starts to the myth of the, the Flying Dutchman. And there have been famous sightings of this ship. So the Flying Dutchman may be a fable or a myth, but it's warning people of arrogance and recklessness at sea. Uh, Many have claimed to have sighted the ghost ship. Its first sighting appeared in John MacDonald's works Travels in Various Parts of Europe, Asia and Africa during a series of 30 years and upwards in 1790 and from then on sailors used to record their sightings in logbooks and personal diaries. There have been references to the Flying Dutchman for more than two centuries and sightings account um, they all differ as few claim it was a spectral schooner uh, seen under full sail some witnessed it sailing through the fog or rough water and many claims to encounter the ghost ship making significant headways in calm waters which is essentially for a sail ship virtually impossible a lot of the sightings do say that this ship is raised ever so slightly above the water hence where the story the flying dutchman comes from Um, and right from the myth that emerged in the 1600s various sightings of the ghost vessel were reported around the cape of good hope so for those of you who don't know, that's um, the Cape of Good Hope is the cape that goes round the bottom of South Africa and it's supposed to be one of the most treacherous waters in the world. And it's certainly an area where many sailors fear. You know, even now, um, the reason they built the Panama Canal, is it the Panama Canal? Not the Panama Canal, sorry, the Suez Canal, was to avoid going round the Cape of Good Hope, you know, that it was specifically built to stop sailors going that way because it's dangerous. Um, and all these sightings happened when the weather was extremely stormy and the gales were very strong, the winds lashed hard, the um, the sea was rough. Um, according to the narrations, the ghost vessel came across as being caught in the storm and almost on the verge of colliding with rocks or essentially sinking and then it would just vanish you know it just disappeared into the darkness the dutchman is called the harbinger of death 
an impending doom for vessels that have sighted it. It has also been retold countless times that letters and messages used that passed on to the ships were passed from the Flying Dutchman on their route. So it was an old maritime thing where you would find a barrel, for example, from a, 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 an abandoned ship, which would have letters and notes back home. Um, and a lot of sailors would fish these barrels out of the water and they would come they would have letters for family members and things like that but these were letters for people who had died years ago but they found the barrels now it could be that the barrels had been left for a long time but mariners and sailors it it all ties in with the superstition that they have fished this barrel out of the water and it is it contains something that shouldn't be there you know it it adds to the mystery of the flying dutchman did were these letters left as a a trap almost for the flying dutchman to to um enslave their crew or to send them down um so yeah they were quite you know it's quite poignant probably the most famous sighting of the flying dutchman um was seen by HMS uh, Bachant, um, which was a British Royal Naval vessel in 1881. Now, you might think, well, mariners have been talking about this for years. You know, the, this sightings of, of this ship has been going on for years. And, and is it true or is it just, uh, you know, is it mariners or sailors just thinking a little bit too much about what they're seeing in the distance? And can you really trust their story? This story in particular came from Prince George, the man who would later become King George V of England. Um, He was serving as a a midshipman as part of the vessel crew, and Prince Albert Victor uh, said um, to have sighted the ghost ship in Australian waters around four o'clock in the morning. While the prince did not encounter any fatality, the seafarer, who had first reported about the ghost vessel um, at the, the sighting, ended up falling from the top mast and dying, um, which led to further credibility that the ominous sighting of the vessel um, is dangerous. You know, if you see this this vessel, you are going to die. The first sailor who spotted this ship fell from the mast and died. And then the future king of England corroborated this story and said actually you know we did see this at four o'clock in the morning in australia and we shouldn't have seen it um the sightings of the flying dutchman can be reported um it was actually reported to the admiralty's office um in the cruise of hms bashant so it was actually reported as a, a genuine sighting to the admiralty um other incidents a british vessel uh, came near to having a collision with the so-called ghost ship on a stormy night in 1835 when the vessel was approaching under full sail but suddenly vanished um, another famous incident occurred in 1939 when a group of people uh, near table bay in cape town on the south coast of africa reported seeing the haunted vessel sailing towards the shore under full sail so it was sailing directly at them and then it just disappeared and the latest sighting that has been um you know or the more modern sighting was actually reported during the second world war and it was a german submarine boat under the command of nazi admiral karl donitz so for those of you who don't know 
Karl Donitz was the second Führer. So when Adolf Hitler took his own life, Donitz was put in as the guy in charge. Very, very famous Nazi. Um, and he sighted the Flying Dutchman during their voyage through the east of the Suez Canal. So that just gives you, a, again, a little bit more credibility to the fact that these aren't just drunk sailors that are coming up with these stories. These are actual people. Like, you know, obviously sailors are people. These are actually, essentially, credible sources is what I mean. Not not people. Obviously, they're people. That was a stupid thing to say. Um, but, yeah, these are credible sources. You know, it's like um, when you hear UFO stories and you hear it from some toothless redneck in, in the middle of south and southern america you sort of go i'm not really sure i believe that but then the same story is corroborated by a police officer and you go okay maybe maybe it's true once a story is corroborated by someone who is essentially trustworthy you do they do send to you know have a little bit more credence and if i've offended anyone by saying toothless redneck it could be someone from norfolk you know in britain they're the same um but where does the origin come from? You know, we've we've heard these stories of the Flying Dutchman. There's a ghost ship out there and it's going to, you know, it's impending doom for anybody who sees it. But there's got to be a start to this. And where did the story come from? Well, the story goes that the Flying Dutchman was actually part of the Dutch East India Company's fleet. And it sailed between the Netherlands and the East Indies, carrying silks, spices, dyes and other exotic items from Asia to Europe. The ship was allegedly caught in the storm whilst returning to Amsterdam and the folklore shrouding the vessel is a man who the man who was in charge the captain of the ghost ship and accounts vary from the name of the the skipper of the flying dutchman but majority of them do confirm that the name was Henrik van der Decken that's the most common name that you'll hear is the captain was van der Decken and his deep contemplation about the plight of his sailors and the result oblivion to the approaching storm around the Cape of Good Hope would lead to the ship to be destroyed. In other words, he was sailing back, he hit a big storm, and he decided that, sod it, we're going to go through it. Um, doesn't matter what the other sailors are telling me, everyone's telling me to turn around or to stop, we're going through this storm. We need to get home, and that's what we're going to do. Um, Ca Captain van der Decken was working for the East India Company during the early 17th century and was one of the two men thought to have captained the Flying Dutchman. During one of his voyages to Amsterdam, Captain van der Decken thought of establishing a good settlement near the Cape of Good Hope and a bit of respite for the sailors through the rough waters. As the vessel started to come around the Cape, a terrible storm hit, putting the ship in danger of capsizing. Though sailors argued the captain to turn around, he ordered his crew to go ahead. The anecdote also irritated the captain, and there was um, like a mutiny, essentially, on the ship, and he put the mutiny down. He said, we are going to do this, and I will sail until doomsday. In other words... I will carry on regardless. You, only God can stop me, basically. Now, according to the mythology, and there are three stories here, um, but the, mytho the myth goes that him saying, only God can stop me, I will carry on, this annoyed God who punished his soul 
by trapping him in the ship for eternity. Another version says that the devil overheard him and condemned him to sail in his ship forever. And there's another story that says that an angel heard and essentially did the same thing. However, the devil uh, gave him a way out. Okay, so this is where the story... Most people do go with the devil story. The devil gave him a way out. A way to redeem himself through the love of a faithful woman. And this is where the story comes. Every seven years, the captain is allowed to come on land to search for his one true lover to find salvation through her. Another story suggested that a fight between the captain and a rebel group over the captain's decision, which eventually ended in the murder of the rebel leader. As the rebel's leader's body hit the water, the vessel spoke to the captain about his decision to press on. And the captain replied that he would be attempting to reach his destination until the day of judgment. Um, This led to the fate of the Flying Dutchman to sail the oceans for eternity with a ghostly crew of dead men. It is an alternative folklore um, and the captain of the vessel is said to be one of the, the one on board whose activities were satanic. Now, whether that's true or not, we, we may never know but this led to the ship being mercilessly tossed back and forwards uh, into the eye of the storm and according to the folklore the vessel was cursed to sail the ocean and never make port okay so it had to sail forever and ever and ever and this is why um it's never it never makes port you do the some of the stories do say you know it was approaching the harbor and then it vanished it cannot it cannot enter any harbors so that's essentially the story the myth behind um the the flying dutchman and where i find it strange is a lot of people go van der decken i'm sure davy jones was the captain well davy jones wasn't actually the captain of the flying dutchman and there is a story that links davy jones to the flying dutchman but he was never the captain so when we talk about Davy Jones's locker, um, it's an idiom for the bottom of the sea, um, the resting place for drowned seamen. That's essentially Davy Jones is a nickname um, that was primarily used by sailors um, for what would be the devil of the seas. The origin of the name is unclear, but many theories have been put forth, um, including um, in an incompetent sailor, a pub owner who kidnaps sailors, or that Davy Jones is just another name for the devil. Now, Daniel Defoe mentioned the phrase in his book in 1926, the four four years voyage of Captain George Roberts, um, heaving the rest that Davy Jones locker, uh, heaving the rest into Davy Jones locker. Sorry, Um, it appears not to have taken on the connotation of misfortune like the uh, like the story of the Flying Dutchman, Um, but. The theory is that we're not exactly 100% sure on Davy Jones. Now, there is a story that he ended up having a battle with Captain Morgan. So for those of you who don't know, Henry Morgan was actually a real sailor, was a real pirate. Um, And Henry Morgan is the guy on the Morgan's rum. (laughs) For those of you who drink rum, you'll know that. But there is a story that says he, Davy Jones, had that much treasure in his ship that when he was attacked by captain morgan 
the ship sunk to the bottom. It was very, very quick, and Davy Jones was allowed to survive, and the only way he was allowed to survive was by working on the Flying Dutchman. So that's where the link comes from, because no one's ever been able to find the gold that was on Davy Jones's ship. Essentially, Davy Jones's locker. Um, the exact origin is unclear. Um, there have been many proposed things. Um, Davy Jones was actually a pirate on the East India Ocean um, in the 1630s. Um, but there's loads of people with a similar name. Davy or David is a very common name in, in Britain. Very, very common. And the surname Jones is probably one of the most famous or the most common surnames in this country. Jones, Smith, um, Davies, that sort of, those sort of com, um, surnames, they're the most common in this country. So the fact that there is evidence of a David Jones as a sailor, it's, it's not impossible to believe. Um, you know, sources have cited a, a pub owner. Um, which is referenced uh, in a song from 1594, which is called Jones's Ale is New. Um, I don't know if there's any copies of it. I'm not sure there is. Um, he may be the same pub owner who supposedly threw drunken sailors into his ale locker and then dumped them onto any passing ship. So there you get the story of Davy Jones's locker. Um, he could also be Duffer Jones, um, as a notorious sailor who often found himself overboard. So, you know, either being drunk or being just booted off a ship. Um, others have suggested the supernatural meanings. And some believe that the name came from Welsh sailors who would call upon St. David for protection in times of mortal danger. Um, some also think that it's another name for the devil. Some call him Deva. Davy or Taffy, um, the thief or the evil spirit. Um, some think that Jonah became the evil angel of all sailors, and upon death, a wicked sailor's body went to Davy Jones's locker, but holy sailors went to Fiddler's Green. So there is a big thing with Davy Jones, but there are very, very few stories that link Davy Jones to the Flying Dutchman. In fact, there is only one, and that is the story of Captain Morgan and his battle with Davy Jones. And again, like I said, the fact that Captain Morgan, a very famous pirate, potentially sunk a ship where a sailor on board, possibly even a midshipman captain or, you know, a boatswain, something like that on a ship, ended up being called David Jones. It's, it's really possible. It's very, very possible. So the story could have come from that. But what we do know is that sailors have always spoken about Davy Jones's locker being the bottom of the ocean, being where you go to die, where sailors go to die. Um, and the story of the Flying Dutchman being this ghostly ship, which is essentially, um, you know, a really bad omen. It's not so much the, the stories that we see on, on the films, on Pirates of the Caribbean. We all think of, you know, they, Davy Jones, or the, the Flying Dutchman comes up from the water, it attacks a ship, and then it tells the sailors on board that ship that they have to do 50 years under the mast and things like that. That doesn't happen. That's not where, that's Disney. <laughs> you know, that's not the, the origin of the story. Essentially, this is a ghost ship. It is a bad omen. But is it real? 
you know, people have seen this. There are credible sources of seeing this ghostly ship. Now, the one thing I will say is in the ocean, I, I haven't spent much time at sea. Uh, in fact, I've spent no time at sea, so I say much time, but I've not spent any time, never even been on a cruise. But bad weather, you don't know what you're seeing, do you? I mean, we've all stood there in a storm and you can't really see what's in front of you. We've all driven in the fog and not really seen exactly what's in front of us, but still carried on. You know, with these stories in the back of your mind, knowing how dangerous the the sea is, knowing how scary it is as a sailor, and, you know, nowadays, even with modern technology, ships still go down. You know, there are famous ships that have sunk in recent history. You know, not even going back, even, you know, go back as far as a Titanic. I know you're talking there, what, 100, 111 years since the Titanic sunk. Um but the Titanic was extremely modern compared to the ships that we're talking about in the 1700s. You can even go back, not as far as that, you can go back to the Edmund Fitzgerald. That was a, a, a uh, an American steel ship that sunk in, in um, Lake Superior. So, you know, these these modern ships are just as dangerous and there is always going to be that fear in sailors that, you know, you, you're not going to be saved. Essentially, once a ship goes down, people go with it. You know, very rarely in history is a ship sunk to the bottom of the ocean or the bottom of a lake and everyone's got off. It very, very rarely happens, if ever. So that omen of seeing something out there that, you know, has that that tie to it, that, God, if I see that, I'm dead, or everyone on this vessel's dead it adds to it you know it adds to that fear of not knowing and especially when you're talking about bad weather conditions it's normally seen in a storm your mind can play real tricks on you and i do wonder if these people had tricks played on their mind if they saw what they wanted to see not necessarily what what they actually saw but on the flip side to that i don't think anyone would actually want to see it so I don't know. What do you think? Do you guys do you guys think the Flying Dutchman is real? Do you think ghost ships are real? Obviously there are lots of stories of ghost ships on the oceans. Is this one in particular is it real? You know, does it exist? Does the Flying Dutchman actually exist or is it what it is? It's just folklore, it's just a myth. I'm really not sure on this one i must admit it's um it's fascinating i love things like this because i still cannot tell you the answer i believe in ghosts i believe they exist i am 100% in that camp i believe in the supernatural i think there are a lot of things that we can't explain but i do question is there such a thing as a ship that predicts your death essentially you know if you see it pretty much you're gonna die so the fact that it was seen by the king and the king actually said it and it was reported to the british navy does add to the credibility carl donitz the admiral of the german submarines he saw it 
it does add to the credibility. You know, like I said, these aren't drunk sailors that have come out with these stories. I mean, obviously, there are drunk sailors that have come out with these stories, but these are very, very credible sources. What do you think? Let me know. Let me know what you think, actually. I want to know. I want to know how many of you guys... Now, we get loads and loads of downloads on these episodes. I mean, thousands every week. Thousands of you come back every week. You listen to the shows. And I tell you what, nobody messages. No one. None of you message us. And it's 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 heartbreaking. Me and Lee put so much effort in here. Um, so I want you guys to take two minutes out of your day and drop us a message. It's not not asking for loads but just drop us a message let me know what you think let me know if you do believe the flying dutchman is real and let me know what you think with other things you know on the podcast if you've listened to something that you do enjoy if you've listened to an episode that you think i really liked that then let us know because we love feedback feedback is what keeps us going you know that that little message from one of you guys saying do you know what dan that was brilliant that episode nearly swore there um do you know what lee that was fantastic um you know we do get we we have a couple of people that message us quite regularly i've been told that i sound like a professor um which i you know i love that that's fantastic but you know i love the feedback from you guys and i would love to get some more of it so if you want to do that for me that would be amazing i do say this on this podcast quite a lot that best way you can support us on this podcast is to get onto facebook get onto our group join us subscribe to our youtube channel which is bizarre tales and watch us on there because we like i said we are going to be doing some live episodes soon and follow us on your podcast app whatever you're listening to right now whether it's spotify itunes anything like that just hit that subscribe button hit that so you will get every single episode takes you less than a second do it now have you done it no we'll do it now then (laughs) all right press that button get subscribing and share these episodes out with your friends and family because the more listeners we get on this podcast the better it is for everyone the more listeners means the more chance we are to put more and more episodes out there so keep up with it guys because you guys are fantastic our listeners are brilliant and you know you guys come back every single week and we see that in the episodes so stick with it we love you guys for coming back and listening to us and if you want to hear anything in particular you want to if you've got your own mythology that you want to hear about if you've got your own stories we have got um, a lady coming on the show she listens to the podcast she stayed in a hotel in america and had some really really freaky experiences and she wants to come on and tell the story so if you guys have any stories like that that you want to share with us get them over to us drop us an email um you can you can do it on um supernaturalpod at gmail.com you can email me at twihpod at gmail.com get us on facebook there's me and lee both on facebook drop us a message get through to us and tell us you want to come on the show because there are loads of you out there that have had experiences maybe one of you's been on a cruise maybe one of you's seen this ship let's be honest guys nowadays in this modern society you don't see sail ships so if you've seen a sail ship let us know you know get in touch tell us your stories 
we want to fill these shows every week and what i would love to do is have you guys on this show every week a different story from one of you every single week would be absolutely fantastic it would make it perfect for this show so if you have anything you want to get on the show get in touch all right thanks for listening guys and we'll see you on the other side well they've gone no just for now wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. <laughs>